Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. We are starting a brand new series, and this is going to be on emotionally intelligent people. In fact, we're going to call it Tactics of the Emotionally Intelligent in Adversity. As we continue through this crisis that we're all in as an entire globe, and as we work through the issues not only that we have faced up to now, but what we will be facing even as we move to the next phase of this, and there have been talks as of today about uh, reopening the country, uh, reopening the world. And I know some places have already gone through this. So what are we to expect and, and what will carry us through? That's the question. Well, I firmly believe that the only positive assurance that you have at getting through the next several days, weeks, months, years, is going to be emotional emotional intelligence. That That's the number one thing. No matter what's crumbling around you, no matter how people are behaving, no matter what you're faced with financially, uh, you know, in terms of what you need to accomplish in your personal and professional life, no matter what goals you need to shift or change, emotional intelligence will carry you through, without a doubt. So I want to talk about what the emotionally intelligent do in adversity to help you with a good grounding on this. And if you've never done a study on emotional intelligence, I would strongly urge you to do it. Matter of fact, I've done some podcasts uh, actually many, many months ago uh, specifically on emotional intelligence. A lot of my programs are based in emotional intelligence. In fact, all my corporate training is, uh, my coaching is, and furthermore, my book has the foundations of emotional intelligence in it. So why am I so attached to this particular philosophy? Because emotional intelligence is not only how you treat other people, but how you treat yourself. That's why it's so key, okay, in every situation and circumstance. Because where people usually fall down is how they treat themselves. So let's face it, no, I mean, all this is all new territory for us. We, we've never, I mean, not in my world anyway, in my day and age, have I ever gone through anything like this. We are still, even if we emerge from this or when we emerge from this, we are still in uncharted territory. So the only way to assure that we are going to be able to, to stay stable, keep a clear mind, and be able to make good decisions and push through this with a positive mindset is to be in emotional intelligence. And so not only in, again, in terms of how we treat others, but as I've mentioned, a lot of us fall down in how we treat ourselves. We're going to make mistakes. Okay, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things a way, a way we wish we'd have done it different. We're going to have regrets as we you know, go back through this. We're even going to have regrets about how we handled it from the very beginning. But you can't beat yourself up. That's the worst thing you can do. I tell that to my clients all the time. Don't beat yourself up. No matter what you've done wrong, no matter where you slipped, no matter what has gone awry, the worst thing you can do is beat yourself up. Because then what you do is you start tampering with your security, your confidence, and your state of mind. And then it really begins to reflect not only in your leadership, your ability to maintain your ability to function at, at high productive levels, but your state of mind and your resilience is horribly damaged and this is this is serious i mean 
this is something you just can't allow. You just can't allow yourself to beat yourself up. Just don't go there. All right. Write it off as an experience where you learned. And, and I would encourage you to take a pen and paper and begin to write out the lessons you've learned. Begin to write out, you know, what, what hardships you faced and what you pulled from it or what you can pull from it looking back now in hindsight. And, and if we've learned something from it, no matter what it is, then we're better off than we were before, right? I mean, it's a win, truly. Every failure is, presents an opportunity for a win. But we have to look for that win. We have to look for that opportunity to get up, brush the dust off, and keep moving forward no matter what happens. Okay? So this is emotional intelligence. And um, so what I plan to do is offer you several tactics to those who are emotional intelligence in adversity so that um, uh, you're, you feel equipped as we move into the next days and weeks of this uh, plague that we're dealing with. You know, uh, I want you to be equipped. It is my heart to make you equipped. That's the reason why I do this daily podcast. Um, you know, I've, I've been doing it now for, uh, well, about, I guess, about uh, 16 months. And, um, and I enjoy it, you know. And I try to keep it down to that seven-minute frame. But, but if you ever have um, opportunities that you want to talk to me or you want to reach out to me or you have ideas on for podcasts, I'm always open to that. But, but what I want to do here is, is I want to set you up to win as you pull through the rest of this. And that's the reason for this topic. Now, um, I, I want to talk a little bit about emotional intelligence. And I want to help you get a good handle on it so that you can fully understand what is involved in it and why this is such a key piece. So what I'd like to do is walk you through... Um, the five elements as I know them. And, you know, I, I know that there are different books written on it and so forth. One's Travis Bradbury, one's Daniel Goleman. Great reads, I would encourage you. But here they are. Self-awareness, which is the ability to recognize and label an emotion as it happens so that you're able to make a decision on what to do with it. Okay, developing self-awareness requires tuning into your true feelings instead of living reactively, which is what we don't want. Um, emotional awareness is your ability to recognize your own emotions and self-confidence is a realization of your self-worth. So that's the how you treat others and then that's the how you treat yourself kind of all wrapped up into one. Number two, self-control. All right, you may not always be able to choose uh, your feelings. However, you can control how you react to those feelings. So learning and practicing techniques to alleviate your negative emotions such as anger, anxiety, depression, uh, it can be life-altering if done consistently over time. Uh, one effective co technique is cognitive restructuring. And I've got a program out there where I'm offering a cognitive restructuring download sheets. If that's something you want, let me know, okay? Um, and then uh, just a couple others, and I'm going to have to go ahead and finish these tomorrow. Uh, but learn how to manage disruptive emotions. Maintain standards of honesty and integrity. Take 100% responsibility for your own performance. Choose to adapt to changes with flexibility and open mind. Okay, that's going to be really key in these next few weeks. Being innovative, creating and staying open to new ideas, especially if you're a leader from your staff members, because this, again, this is new territory. We've got to be open to be adaptive and innovative. Well, we are over time for today. We'll finish up this definition tomorrow, and then we'll jump into some of the uh, tactics. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine.